Good morning, this is Ryan File, and you're listening to First Thing, the weekday podcast that touches on the day's top stories. Plenty of ways to listen to previous episodes and other podcasts done by my colleagues, too. MailTribune.com slash podcasts, or by using SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Here are the top stories for Thursday, July 26th, 2018. First up, the Country Crossings Music Festival is going to be smoking hot. With daily temperatures nearing 100 degrees and unhealthy levels of smoke blanketing the region, festival staff are taking steps to ensure safety for all attendees, according to Ann Hankins, president of Willamette Country Concerts LLC, which puts on the annual music festival that draws 20,000 people. We are excited for the festival and we are closely monitoring the air quality situation, she said. We've done these events for a long time, so we have things in place to make sure people can come and be okay. Kicking off at noon Thursday, today, the Country Crossings Music Festival at the Expo features a mix of up-and-coming and local performers, as well as headliners Cole Swindell, Alan Jackson, Brad Paisley, and Eric Church. This is the second year the festival is going to be held at the Expo in Central Point, and four eventful days are scheduled despite the ongoing run of smoky air. Air quality readings in Jackson County ranged from unhealthy for sensitive groups to unhealthy Wednesday afternoon. And National Weather Service meteorologist Mark Spildy said he doesn't expect an improvement anytime soon. The weather pattern rear and is not conducive for getting the smoke out of the valley, he said. With smoke coming from multiple directions from the different fires, we get afternoon winds that bring the smoke from the fires right over us. Spildy said that the pattern is expected to remain throughout country crossings. It doesn't look like there will be much change in afternoon wind patterns that will bring improvement in air quality, he said. I'd expect reports of unhealthy and very unhealthy air quality, with maybe moderate at times, but mostly unhealthy or worse during the festival. Hankins says the festival has an on-site mobile hospital staffed with two doctors and numerous other medical staff to care for festival-goers suffering from heat, smoke, or other ailments. An additional 10 to 15 medical people will wander throughout the grounds at all times and festival staff will be monitoring air quality levels every hour. She said the mobile hospital will have, quote, plenty of N95 protective masks that will be given out freely to festival goers, and about six misting barrels that have been set up around the venue for people to cool off. We'll also be displaying messages on a jumbotron encouraging people to stay hydrated, to be cautious of how they are feeling, and to visit the mobile hospital if needed, Hankins said. The festival's website says each attendee can bring in two 20-ounce factory-sealed water bottles. Water bottles will be sold for $2 each at the festival. And last up, Jackson County Sheriff's deputies will post eviction notices in an area of transient camps in northwest Phoenix Thursday after city officials raised concerns about the camps and brush creating fire dangers. Phoenix Mayor Chris Luz, apologies if I'm pronouncing that wrong, emailed Jackson County officials Tuesday about potentially declaring a city state of emergency, given a potential for loss of life or property. Phoenix and Jackson County had been communicating on the issue since Friday. Luz wrote the informal notice was to prompt immediate action. My request is in no way meant to accuse or blame anyone, any agency, or any department. My request is meant to alert the appropriate individuals to a serious potential for a fire disaster to a portion of Phoenix, Luz wrote in an email. One or two deputies, accompanied by Phoenix police officers, will post eviction notices on 33 acres of county land west of the railroad tracks, said Sheriff Nate Sickler. Under Oregon law, 24 hours notice must be given before evictions. We are about taxed, but we are able to get down there and post it at least until them they have to leave, said Sickler. 
Department personnel are busy dealing with issues related to fires, the Country Crossings Music Festival, and doing work on the Bear Creek Greenway Thursday, he said. A sweep of the camps would occur when staffing allows. Residences on Quail Lane, Arena Drive, south sections of Brandon Way, and North Rose Street are closest to county land. An estimated 200 to 300 people live in the area. Jackson County community justice crews may begin cutting vegetation bordering the railroad tracks as early as today, said County Administrator Danny Jordan. The county has a contract with Central Oregon and Pacific Railroad under which the crews maintain rights of way when authorized by the railroad. Railroad officials were working to get approvals needed, said Jordan. And that's it for today. Be sure to check out full versions of these stories and others at our website, mailtribune.com. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube if you want to stay connected to us throughout the day. Have a good one. Stay safe out there.